Welcome into another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. It is August. It is time for high school football. As 11-player teams around the state of Wisconsin began practices this week, eight-player football begins next week, the fall sports season is here. A new sports season is here. Today on the WSN podcast, we're going to preview the Thursday night throwdown that we announced the schedule for this week. A big initiative, a big uh, new project that we're working on here at WSN to stream some of the best of the best games, teams, athletes from around the state on Thursday nights during the regular season. We'll broadcast some playoff games as well as part of that uh, as, as that of that initiative. We'll talk about what that's going to look like. We'll talk about the games and matchups that we'll have for that. Also, we're going to have a great conversation with Joe Furco from Go Route. Uh, a a technology solution that many football coaches around the state are utilizing, almost 100 coaches using that uh, technology this year to help them game plan and practice better and more efficiently. Also, some big news recently, as there will be technology solutions available for high school baseball this year. We'll get into that with Joe as well. Before we do that, though, let's remind everybody out there to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Also, if you are looking for an athletic advantage for your athlete or team, B3 Sciences is the answer. Originally limited to only Olympic caliber athletes, it is now available to anyone. Increased vertical leap, quickness, quickness, speed, and strength through a more effective, efficient, and safer way to get a deeper level of fatigue and more muscle fiber recruitment than many modern workouts. Visit drken.b3sciences.com and take a 30-day, no-risk test drive. Technology trusted by the Milwaukee Brewers, Chicago Cubs, LA Clippers, USA Powerlifting Team, Kansas City Chiefs, and many more professional teams and Olympic teams. In fact, on next week's podcast, we're going to chat with Dr. Ken from B3 Sciences about what B3 Sciences can do, what a BFR certified coach can do for you and your athlete. So check that out on next week's WSN podcast. Well, let's get right into this Thursday night throwdown that you saw that we announced. We had teased it a number of times. We had hoped to have the the full schedule announcement out a little bit earlier, but as it is, we are ready to go. On a, uh, on a new project for us at Wisports.net. Last fall, we uh, took a little test drive on this. We broadcast in Level 3, Kettle Moraine, hosting Sun Prairie East. It was a rainy, rainy Friday night, um, but we, uh, we, we got it in, we got it done. Working with some great folks on this project, the, the people from My People Creative, Jason Ruck, John Pearson, their team uh, will be the production group that will actually produce the games for the Thursday Night Throwdown broadcast. The games will be broadcast for free on the WSN YouTube channel. Thursday night, most teams are off. There's some games on Thursdays, obviously, especially early in the season, but it's really an opportunity to spotlight the best of the best around the state of Wisconsin. We were able to work with uh, schools and coaches and teams to make this happen, some of the games had already been scheduled for a Thursday night. Some of them, uh, they were 
good enough to accommodate moving their game to a Thursday night, which we, we very much appreciate. It's not uh, it's not easy to move a game. It's outside of the normal schedule to play on a Thursday night. We understand that, and again, we very much appreciate those coaches and schools that were able to facilitate that move. There were some other games that we had uh, talked about doing. We had some conversations with the, the schools or the coaches, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Maybe it was homecoming, and they didn't want to move a game to a Thursday. Understandable. There was a couple that just didn't want to move to a Thursday outside of their normal schedule. Again, understandable. But we were able to put together an incredible schedule of games for the Thursday night throwdown, the inaugural Thursday night throwdown. Every single team that we have on our broadcast schedule is ranked in our preseason rankings. We have uh, defending champs. We have top five teams. We have preseason number one. I mean, we've got outstanding teams and outstanding games, big rivalry games, some of the best rivalries in the state of Wisconsin. We've got big schools. We've got smaller schools, anything from D1 to D6. Um, I should add that you know, being the first year that we're doing this and the group that we're working with, they're based in uh, the Milwaukee area. Um, we do have games in the Fox Valley. We do have games over uh, west, you know, towards Madison a little bit. Um, but a number of them are in the Milwaukee area. We certainly uh, hope to be able to expand this, continue to expand it down the road and, and truly make it a statewide opportunity. Um, but the first year... Just trying to get it off the ground. We, we tried to stay a little bit closer to where those those people are. Uh, I understand that our friends in the northern and, and western part of the state um, you know, may feel a little left out. Uh, but again, we hope to remedy that down the road and be able to just get this off the ground, get it running, and really build on it and expand on it from here going forward. So we, we, uh, we aren't ignoring you completely in that respect, but we are just kind of focusing on the best opportunities that we have to be able to put this together, be successful out of the gates, get it going, and then, like I said, expand from there. Let's run down the schedule. Again, Thursday Night Throwdown broadcast for free on the WSN YouTube channel. Uh, by the way, uh, incredible staff that we're working with. Uh, again, Jason Ruck and, and John Pearson from My People Creative and their, their staff. Bob Brainerd, veteran broadcaster will be the play-by-play announcer, uh, Dan Brunner, WFCA executive director, who's worked with Bob on uh, games for a number of other outlets, on the uh, WFCA All-Star Games. So Dan Brunner will be the color commentator, uh, John Pearson sideline. Um, I will pop in here and there um, for either some pregame interviews, halftime interviews, different things like that. Uh, so we're, we're really looking forward to a great uh, broadcast and these are professional level broadcasts. Four cameras, um, veteran staff that know how to do this. And if you watched that Kettle Moraine Sun Prairie East game, you saw, you know, the the high level of of technical uh, ability uh, from our group and from the team that we're working with to be able to showcase the outstanding teams, community, student athletes around the state. We'll have some special features that we'll be doing as part of the broadcast. Um, showcasing and profiling some of the other groups, some of the other activities, and great things happening at the schools that we're visiting. Uh, we'll have um, you know, some, some other check-ins, some other things that we'll be doing to, uh, to really make these outstanding, outstanding broadcasts. 
Let's get into the weekly schedule, though, and it starts with a big one right away in week one. Middleton at Bayport. Middleton enters the season ranked number 13 in Division I. Bayport is number six in Division I. Middleton has all kinds of talent, multiple Division I players, a couple Division I offensive linemen, a D1 quarterback, a D1 linebacker, really talented players throughout. They've had a little bit of uh, of controversy and challenges in the offseason. They had a coaching change. They had uh, a hazing scandal. Um, but if they can get things focused on football, that's a really, really talented Middleton squad that has a lot of potential this year. Bayport, always a strong team under head coach Gary Westerman. Just uh, keep it rolling year after year. And this is going to be a great game. Uh you know, kind of Madison area versus the Fox Valley area. So week one, Thursday night, Middleton at Bayport. Week two, a big one in the suburban Milwaukee area, the western suburbs. School is only separated by, I think it's about nine miles. And uh, we've got Pewaukee at Brookfield Central. Pewaukee is seventh in D3. They won a state championship a couple years ago in D3. Brookfield Central is sixth in our preseason Division Two poll. Always a threat in the Greater Metro Conference, and uh, looking forward to that one. Pewaukee at Brookfield Central in Week 2. Again, these are all Thursday games. Week 3, Grafton at Wisconsin Lutheran. A couple teams in our Division 3 rankings in the preseason. Grafton is 6th, Wisconsin Lutheran 13th. A big one in the Woodland Conference. This is, of course, Week 3 is the first week of conference games around the state, and this is going to be a good one early in the Woodland Conference. Week four, we head into uh, a little bit of the, a little bit west of uh, Milwaukee and uh, into the Division Four realm or Division Five. It looks like as Lake Mills travels to Columbus. Lake Mills was 11th in our D4 rankings in the preseason. Columbus is the defending champion in Division Four. They were number one in our preseason D4 rankings. However, if you had checked out the uh, enrollment figures and projected divisions that we just got. Uh, put out. We just received the enrollment numbers from the WIAA and used that to put together projected um, divisional placements. It is almost certain that Columbus will move to Division 5 this year. So the defending champions in Division 4, Columbus, almost certain to move down to Division 5. That will be a storyline that we will follow this year. There's a number of other interesting cut line possibilities. It appears that uh, Wanakee will move back down to D2 after a one-year foray into D1. Aquinas, the two-time defending champions in D5, very close to moving to D6. Catholic Memorial is right on that D3, D4 bubble once again, it looks like, in Regis on that D6, D7 bubble. So again, week four, Lake Mills at Columbus on a Thursday night. Week five, a big uh, rivalry game in the North Shore, former Little Ten rivals as Homestead travels to Hartford. Homestead 13th in D2, Hartford 12th in D2. You know, the, the, the ghosts of Dave Keel and Dan Brunner squaring off in this one. And again, Dan Brunner will be broadcasting this game. I'm sure he'll have plenty of stories about uh, battles in the, in the olden days between Hartford and Homestead. I'm sure he'll tell a few stories about his battles with Dave Keel going back to when they played against each other in high school in the Milwaukee City Conference. So that's week five, Homestead at Hartford. Week six, 
one of the great rivalry games in the state of Wisconsin. They play for a pretty cool trophy down there. It's a helmet with one side painted uh, and, and decorated with the Franklin logo and colors. The other side decorated and painted with the Oak Creek colors. Franklin at Oak Creek. Franklin's dominated the Southeast Conference for, for quite a while, but last year, Oak Creek got him. Oak Creek ended up winning that conference title in the Southeast last year. Franklin enters 8th in Division One. Oak Creek enters 7th in Division One. Two outstanding programs, two outstanding teams, good amount of talent returning on both sides, um, and this is going to be a really, really good game. Uh, by the way, it... Oak Creek won head-to-head against Franklin last year, but the teams did share, did have the the, the same record in the Southeast Conference as uh, Oak Creek later went down to, uh, I believe it was Racine Park, late in the year. So week, uh, that's week six, Franklin at Oak Creek. Week seven, back up to the Fox Valley area and the Northeastern Conference Going to be a great conference this year. All six teams last year made it into the postseason. All six teams certainly capable of making it into the postseason this year. Little Shoot at Freedom. Little Shoot won the conference title last year. They're ranked 13th in D4 uh, in the preseason in our Wisports.net uh, preseason rankings. Freedom, 7th in D4. They've made some deep playoff runs. They've got uh, a new uh, new coach this year, though. After his second stint at the helm, Clint Crewalt stepped down once again, and uh, Charlie Jaden taking over at Freedom. Week 8, really fun one in the Flyway Conference, St. Mary Springs at Mayville. Mayville's coming off two straight runner-up finishes in Division 5. St. Mary Springs, always a powerhouse. They were the runner-up in D6 two years ago. Last year, they made it to the state semifinals, have been... Uh, in the state semifinals a number of years, uh, at, at least in the state semifinals for uh, a number of years now, going back, uh, let's see, 2000, it's been a while, <laughs> that they have uh, at least made it to the state semifinals. I think uh, 2007 was the last time they were not in the state semifinals which is amazing. Uh, of course, Bob Hyland's got it going there. Nine state titles in the WIAA, eight state titles in WISA, 17 state titles overall for Bob Hyland as the head coach at St. Mary Springs. He just keeps on keeping on. And again, this is going to be a big one in the flyway. St. Mary Springs at Mayville. Campbellsport kind of feels like they have a chance to, to butt their way in there like they did a couple years ago when Campbellsport Springs and Mayville shared the, the title in the flyway. Um, but... This is a big game in the Flyway Conference. Week 9, we're still, uh, that's to be announced. We're still working on a few options in Week 9, um, but we'll have a, an excellent game there in Week 9 as well. So that's our schedule for Thursday Night Throwdown. Again, we're really looking forward to it. Going to be a great production. Going to be some highlighted uh, elite games Thursday nights, which should allow many Fans, coaches, players from around the state to check out these games. Again, they'll be broadcast on the WSN YouTube page. Of course, we'll be sharing them out uh, all all season. Uh, the My People Creative folks put together some uh, great hype videos for us uh, to, to get everybody excited and, and ready to go. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be here before we know it. It's been a while that we've been working on this and excited to get it off the ground and get it going. 
I should add that we will still be doing our uh, football, our uh, excuse me, game of the week on Friday nights, uh, where we'll have the um, the poll. We'll pick five games every week for folks to vote on that will determine the game of the week in the state of Wisconsin, the Quick Trip and Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week, which will be the game that I go to on Friday nights, and uh, we'll still have that going as well. So that will you can look forward to that in week one, starting in week one and every week of the season. Um, I, I mentioned this on, on Twitter, but a uh, little bit different uh, role and opportunity for me this year in, uh, in some coaching. I've coached youth football in Reedsburg for eight or nine years now, and I'm moving up to help out with the JV team uh, here at Reedsburg. So um, I'll be, uh, be doing that. Uh, my son will be on the JV team, so I'll be going to the games anyway. So uh, Monday nights, I'll be, I'll be uh, doing that. Tuesday nights, my seventh grade son plays. Um, but still we'll be doing the game of the week on Friday. I don't know how long that will be because once my, once my sons are on varsity, I'll, um, excuse me, I'll be moving to dad mode and, and going to their games and another staff member from WSN will fill in for the game of the week. But, um, again, this year the plan is to do game of the week on Friday nights that I'll be at and, uh, and make that work. Um, excited to, to get back into to coaching at the high school level. It's been a little while. Uh, again, been coaching in the youth program for a while. Um, one other thing that I'm, I'm excited about and looking forward to is for the first time in, I think, nine years, I have no Saturday morning youth football commitments, which will allow me to hopefully get out and check out some WIAC games, maybe some D2 games over in Minnesota, maybe some FCS games. Would love to get out to some of the Dakota schools, perhaps, and and check out some games out there with uh, you know, many of the former players that are playing in those programs, the coaches that we've gotten to know over the years. So looking forward to that as well. Let's help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, we will have more of a preview of the high school football season next week. We'll talk about some of the storylines, some of the teams, some of the players that we'll be following all season long. But today and now on the WSN Podcast, let's get into our conversation and our interview for this week as we'll bring in Joe Furco, the Chief Operating Officer of Go Route, to talk about uh, the, the product that many, many people uh, are starting to utilize to be faster and more efficient in their practice planning and practice execution, especially scout team execution. And again, some very uh, interesting and new opportunities available in high school baseball as well. So without further ado, let's get into that interview. All right, as we continue our preparations for high school football, the high school football season, practice is underway, games a couple weeks out. We're excited to get going, and we're excited to bring on our guest for the WSN podcast today, Joe Furco, the Chief Operating Officer at Go Route, great partner of ours the last couple of years. You've seen them on the preseason previews that we've been doing, the conference previews, uh, all that good stuff, and excited to, to get a chance to talk to Joe. Joe, appreciate you joining us on the WSN podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here and uh, talk about some things we've got upcoming as well as uh, our partnership with Wisports. Yeah, and uh, GoRoute is a product that I became aware of a few years ago as uh, the, the program here where I live in Reedsburg 
his used go route the last couple of years. My son is a sophomore in the program and I'm coaching in the JV team now. Um, and Calvin Zenz, the head coach in Reedsburg, I believe had previously used it at Columbus and uh, saw great value in it and brought it over here to Reedsburg. So uh, I've seen firsthand how I- impactful it can be and how beneficial it can be for high school football programs. But uh, Joe, for, for those that are unfamiliar or maybe on the fence or, or thinking about you know, what this is, what it does for us. Give us a rundown of what Go Route is and how beneficial it can be for high school football coaches and high school football programs. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, Reesburg has been a great user. Columbus has been a great user as well. So I obviously appreciate Coach and, and bringing him over to, to your guys' program. But uh, Go Route's been around since 2018. Uh, essentially, what we do is we take uh, your guys' play cards, play drawings, scout cards, uh, and instead of having to put things in in uh, on paper format, printing them out, putting them in a binder, having your players surround the coach uh, for a brief, you know, 20, 20 to 30 second debriefing on, hey, here's the next play. Uh, our, our users will have their players with a wearable display on. Uh, it, it looks like a, a smaller wristband uh, that will actually digitally uh, connect with our network to go ahead and send the plays out to the players. So uh, we talk about, hey, in a minute. How many plays can you rifle off in a minute? Well, if all your players are coming back to you in that minute, the majority of that time is going to be spent on that Z receiver, X receiver running a vertical and then having to jog all the way back to coach for you to give them a, a, a quick coaching point. Well, now those coaching points are going to be sent right to the right to the player. They can go ahead and run their route, run their rep, turn right back around uh, and, and get lined up on the ball. And so our guys in a 10 minute scout period right now are averaging about 26 to 30 plays in 10 minutes where we've seen guys who are using paper cars, usually closer to 10 to 14. And when coaches think about scheduling practice in instructional time, I mean, those minutes are so valuable uh, to be able to cut that much time off is, is again, hugely impactful for coaches. Um, so how does the, how does the device itself work? How do, how do coaches draw up the plays, put them in and then uh, get that to the, to the, the players. There's, there's a number of different, um softwares that that draw up plays for you or, or create plays but you know how does that work with go route uh for the coaches and, and how easy is it for them as an entry point before practice right yeah you can get started in, in a 10 to 15 minute debriefing with our support team and you'll be up and running so we've made it really simple on coaches just like you said travis any platform that you're using to draw your cards can go ahead and be reflected on our displays. So that can be from, uh, you know, huddle play tools, Visio, Playmaker Pro. If you're, if you're drawn on uh, pen and paper or, or Sharpies on the uh, card stock, even drawn up plays on your whiteboard, uh, you can go ahead and get those, the, those play cards, those displays onto your players' uh, devices. So uh, it's a real simple process. Uh, all you have to do is upload your plays into our desktop.com and our .com goes out to an app that your coach would essentially be running his scout book uh, from an app, either on his cell phone or one of our, on one of our tablets that we can provide to, to coaches at the click of a button. Uh, it, it is going ahead and it's, and it's uh, sending out to, to your players. If you want to go to the next play, you swipe from right to left, just like you're swiping through your pictures, you press send and it sends that play. You can flip the play. Uh, at the click of a button as well. So if you just want to draw all your plays from the left, left hat or left middle hash, and then hey, when I get to my right middle or right hash, right there from the app, you can flip the play, send it in, and it'll, it'll send the play out to, out to your players. Uh, 
from an uploading standpoint, all you have to do is if you're using a web-based platform, so if you're using the, the Huddle Play tools or, or Playmaker Pro, Visio, you're going to draw your cards up the same way, uh, the same process. You're building your, your scripts, your, your period, seven-on-seven seven team, scout, et cetera, the same. Uh, you go all the way up. Instead of printing, all you're going to do is just download that file. Um, so even if you've got 45 plays uh, in that day that you want to practice, you don't have to one-to-one individually import plays in. You can download those 45 plays as one file. You drag it into our stuff, and then our, our .com goes ahead and breaks that one file into in 45 individual play cards, and it's ready to go ahead and, and hit the field running on the app. Um, for my hand-drawn guys, two different ways to do it. You can draw all your plays up just like you have been on, on, on your paper or your card stock. Now, instead of going over to your, your scanner and your copier and rifling off different copies, you're going to go do the same thing, all right? But you're just going to scan that uh, to yourself as, as one individual file. So same thing. Hey, I've got 20 cards I've drawn up. I want to bring it over to the scanner, all right? Now, instead of printing off copies, I'm going to scan that one file in. You grab it from your desktop. You drag it into our.com, and it breaks it up in individual plays. Uh, we also have a, a scan card feature on our app. Uh, I, I think the, the, the most similar, uh, is, is almost like if you guys are uploading a check into your, your banking platform. Um, so it'll, it'll have a little, uh, square toolbox, uh, all right, Hey, keep the card within this square. Boom. I go ahead and press, uh, uh the, the image. All right. It goes ahead and takes a quick snapshot of that, that card, and it goes ahead and uploads into our platform. So the, the process for coaches is very easy, straightforward, lots of different options and flexibility for them. You mentioned the devices that the, that the players use and utilize. Talk a little bit about those, how the players wear those, and also the, uh, you know, any concerns that people might have about durability or, you know, can we use this in our practice um, and, and how easy and simple that process is. Yep. So the device itself is going to be smaller than the newest version of your, your, your cell phone. Um, so it is about a three and a half inch display, uh, equivalent to what you guys would be wearing as a wristband, uh, on, on the player's wrist. Uh, the majority of our players, and again, we, we learn every day from our users, uh, back in 2018, Stanford called us, uh, and said, Hey, just want to let you know, some of our skill guys actually loop the wristband through their belt. Um, and they prefer to wear it down there. So is there anything you guys can do to manufacture belts for us? Uh, so we've done that. Uh, included in the package would be would be belts, bands, and the devices, as well as the charging stations and everything you need to get rolling. Um, so mo majority of our guys wear them down on the belt. Uh, for us Northerners, I'm I'm from the Chicagoland area, but my Wisconsin people understand uh, it feels the equivalent of almost like a little uh, hand warmer for your players. So it sits right down uh, on their their midsection. All right, they take a peek at the card. All right, and then they go ahead and they move it onto their hip or onto their back. Uh, they can also keep it down at the midsection if they don't want to move it. Uh, that is okay. Uh, the device is encased in a military-grade casing, um, so not to nerd out, but uh, it's got a 180-degree shock absorber uh, where if, if it did get hit, there isn't any issues. It's going to deflect the hit across the device where we're not seeing any devices being broken. We had over 10,000 devices out last year. We replaced under 10 devices, um, so pretty good numbers there. And if you guys did have to replace the device, it's fully covered under warranty for as long as you're using our product. So you just let us know. We're headquartered out of Rochester, Minnesota. All right, we'll go ahead and we'll overnight ship that thing. You guys will have a new device the next day uh, if something did happen. 
We're talking with Joe Furco, the Chief Operating Officer at Go Route, one of our great partners here at Wisports.net. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you, you touched on it a little bit, but you know, what's what's the history of Go Route? What was the genesis for this idea, this product, um, to to get it to where it is now? Yeah. So our our CEO Mike Rowley is our founder. He he went out and was at a a, a small practice um, and was hanging out with one of his buddies and was just kind of mind blown by the inefficiency of a day-to-day practice. Um, so he, he, he formatted the idea. Um, I got on early on, uh, I was coaching at the division one level, uh, for four years, uh, post-graduation from Elmhurst university. I went out to Loris college coach there for, for a season. And then I was at Syracuse university for two years and university of Maryland for two years. Um, I didn't understand having an offensive guy. So we've got it made on the offense side of the ball. Um, we can go as fast as we want. Uh, but but at Maryland, I flipped over to the defense and was more of an, an in an analyst role of helping those scout offenses run. And we can never move fast enough for our coaches. Um, so I was looking for different things to make the program better. Uh, I stumbled upon go route uh, at that point. They, they they really weren't off the ground yet. And uh, got super intrigued, got to know Mike Rowley, our CEO, and, and decided to make a life pivot in 2017 and get out of coaching full time, move back to the Chicagoland area where I'm from, uh, and started up with Mike to kind of build this thing from from the ground up. Um, so that year, our, our first year, uh, we, we got about 25 guys, a lot of a lot of friends of the program to come in and, and kind of beta it for us. Uh, and, and, and since has, has grown up to, we're, we're approaching 800 users in the football space. So, um, it's been, it's been a heck of a ride and, and, uh, nothing prizes more of, of being able to impact, co- uh, programs across the country and really make their, their practices more efficient. 800 programs around the country utilizing go route. How many here in Wisconsin and what kind of growth rate are you seeing here in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, excuse me. Yeah, so one of the best things that we've done in the state of Wisconsin was was hook up with sports. Um, so it was one of our our slower burning, slower growing uh, states. Uh, we hooked on with with sports uh, a year and a half ago, and we had about twenty users in the state. Uh, we four x that now. We're we're approaching a hundred users across the state of Wisconsin. Um, so anywhere you look uh, a, a across the state, uh, we've got we've got users peppered around uh, the great state of Wisconsin. And I think it's important to note, you mentioned all around Wisconsin. I imagine there's a pretty wide user base as well from, you know, big division one schools uh, that have, you know, 150 or 200 kids on their roster to to smaller rural schools like Columbus or even Reedsburg. It's got to run the gamut of different people utilizing go route. That's correct. Yep. Um Big to small, it does not matter. We've got a bu- uh, a way to budget in for you guys and, and, and your coaching and your uh, your budgets. Um, for the first time this past year, we offer three year options, um, so you can pay for the go out package over a three year spread. I mean, our our packages roll from if you wanted a three year option as low as fifteen hundred bucks a year uh, up to if you wanted to pay for it up front. Uh, thirty-three hundred to thirty-six hundred dollars to get start get started with us, and then that that package jumps down to closer to a thousand bucks a year. So, uh, we're extremely flexible with our pricing. We also have a really competitive uh, referral program. Fifty-five uh, percent of our business this past year has been on referrals, uh, and for every referral that your your school is able to provide to us, for hey, I use GoRoute, uh, but I think this this team down the street would be interested. I'm going to go show them. 
gets $500 off that yearly. Um, so it, within the state of Wisconsin right now, uh, the average payment to us is about $8.95 a year to go ahead and use our platform. What is the minimum requirement in terms of number of devices? Because I know that can vary. You can you can have you know a lot of devices or a smaller amount of devices. What's the minimum that it takes to get going with uh, with Go Route, and and what's the most that that people utilize? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and and honestly, it's a massive skew. So you can get one device if you wanted. Hey, just put it on your quarterback. Uh, we have packaging for that. I would say on average. Uh, across the country for for high schools, anywhere between six to thirteen devices is usually what we're looking at uh, for a smaller budget school that wants to operate and become more efficient. A six to seven devices is great. Uh, you can fit those on your skill kids who, who really do the most running and and are spread out across the field. And, and uh, a lot of the downtime is waiting for those guys to get set up. Uh, at that point. You can go ahead and show uh, our tablet, which is where you can send plays from. You can show that tablet to your offensive line, who's a little more stagnant while your skill guys are getting lined up. Uh, or you can go with the 13 route if you've got more of a substantial budget and you, and you can afford things, uh, afford that, uh, you know, $2,000 a year type of a, of a payment. Um, we've got guys that will go 13 to 16 devices that put them on on each kid, every kid on both sides of the ball. Uh, so that way, when they go offense, defense, special teams, they have all their scouts that they're communicating with. Um, largest high school package we've seen was down in Texas. A guy got 75 devices. Uh, and then we've got some college programs that are, are in that 75 to 90 range. Um, but definitely not needed. Uh, the school that I help coach out, out with now, uh, uh, we use right around 7 to 11 devices on a day-to-day -day basis. And I feel like we're plenty efficient. Uh, getting what we need to get done with with that number of devices. Things are bigger in Texas, including they high sure school are. football budgets. <laughs> uh, speaking of big things, there's there's a number of big things that you guys have done in the last uh, year or so here and coming up next year that I wanted to make sure we touched on. And one of them, um, you got a chance to work with an all-star game, a high school football all-star game in Pennsylvania. Is it the, the big 33 game? Is that what it's called? That's correct. Yeah, Pennsylvania puts an all-star team together. Uh, Maryland puts an all team all star team together, and they come they come together and play in the Big Thirty Three All Star Game. And if I remember correctly, is that the game that um, they utilized go route devices in game as part of that? Is that is that the game that did that? Yep, that's correct. Yes, they're the the first All Star Game live competition. Uh, obviously, we've been being used in practice, uh, but we're we're breaching the gap, getting closer to an in game for football. Uh, but they were our first uh, game that that used them uh, in a game outside of of youth league type teams. First high school, uh, you know, college type uh, collisions, contacts, speed of the game. That's used our stuff uh, within within the game of football. Speaking of within the game of football, 2014 is going to be a big uh, opportunity for uh, for you guys to expand there in-game opportunities coming. Just maybe tease a little bit of what could be coming down the pike next for go route and in-game solutions for football. Yeah, uh, we've already been approved for in-game baseball uh, and softball as well. Um, football is coming from what we're being told. Uh, the AFCA has approved the usage of in-game displays and or communications uh, heading into next year. Uh, the NCAA uh, is expected to follow suit uh, with all the coaches at the AFCA saying, hey, we need to do something like this. Um, so. 
we are ready for a, a January 1st launch to be, have, be able to go ahead and, and, and be used in-game. Uh, the device will get a little smaller. It'll look probably closer to your Apple Watch uh, with just a little bit more uh, size to it. Um, but this is big for, for coaches. It'll allow you to go ahead and, and get your call sheet uh, set up however you want it to look. All right, hey, you press uh, the play that you want to send, and it'll send the terminology into your kids. Uh, we're also working on being able to backload that terminology with a with an image. So if the coach or the player on his device saw, hey, trips right, 64Y Carolina, all right, you don't have to signal that anymore. You don't have to sit there and, and, and try and shield all the signalers and make sure your signs aren't getting stolen and or making sure that your kids can remember the signs uh, and or run your quarterback in and off the field. At the click of a button, it'll give the play to your to your players and then be able to backfill it as well with, hey, if your player wanted to swipe from right to left on his uh, on his watch, uh, that play card would actually show up. So the players kind of have a, a reference point of, hey, if, you know, I'm sitting there and I, I I forgot the play. I forgot what I'm supposed to do on this this play. All right. Swipe from right to left and they'll actually get the play diagram uh, as a little bit of a cheater. In-game opportunities coming to baseball this year at the high school level. Big news, the NFHS, uh, which governs high school sports, including uh, the WIA rules in Wisconsin, approved baseball in-game devices uh, next year. It's a, you From what I understand, you have more opportunities in the technology than maybe what they approved, but maybe talk a little bit about baseball and what is coming next for baseball and how GoRoute can really be impactful in baseball very soon in fact this coming year yep uh we're we're approved like you said by the nhfs to go ahead and be used in game uh this coming spring for spring baseball in the state of wisconsin uh, same concept as football uh other than the fact that it's just going to be app based so the go route baseball app uh you can go ahead and all right hey here's uh johnny is my my starting pitcher well here's all of his all of, all of his pitches you upload them hey slider in slider out slider middle slider top you know if you've got a numbering system it can be sl1 uh it can fb4 uh however you guys uh talk to your players uh we have unlimited capacity in terms of the characters that you can put on uh on our our displays and our devices so you can go ahead and communicate directly right now with the nhf nhfs ruling is coached catcher um we have had some guys who will get two or three devices uh, because they want to be a pilot program to, to see if they can use them uh, with catcher and pitcher. Uh, I think that expansion will happen pretty quickly here, uh, probably after the first year of going through it and say, all right, hey, well, I can communicate with my catcher now. Why wouldn't I be able to communicate with my pitcher as well to eliminate the signaling? Um, so that's something that we're super excited about. We've got offense and defensive platforms in the baseball app. So if you've got a guy on base and you want him to steal second, you click steal second, he's going to go ahead and get alert on his display. Hey, let's go ahead and steal here. Uh, so from a management perspective, uh, in the dugout, uh, you, you can communicate with your first and third base coaches at a click of a button. Uh, you can do custom notes if you wanted right there in the dugout to add a note, uh, add, add a call. All right, boom, let's do this. You just type it in, you press send, and it sends out to your coaches and your players on the field. Uh, we also have something working in with some integrations that will help on the scouting side of things. Uh, if you guys are using certain platforms uh, to be able to say, okay, hey, this guy's up. Boom. Here's who I'm dealing with. Here's his spray chart. All right. Here's, you know, his hit chart. He struggles to hit the, the inside pitches. All right. So uh, almost like MLB, the show type deal of, all right, well, here's my blue areas. That's where that guy's uh, struggles to hit it. 
He pounds the ball on the outside. All right, go ahead and, and alert your pitcher. Hey, let's go ahead and keep these these pitches inside. But uh, our capabilities are endless. That can be nine devices at the, at the baseball space. Uh, once it gets approved by NHSFS, uh, we can have every single player fitted in it. And you can be talking shifts. Um, you can send images of shifts. You can tell certain guys to move wherever they'd like to. All the click of a button uh, versus having to signal things out. Cool stuff coming in baseball. And again, want to remind, <coughs> excuse me, the baseball coaches that might be listening right now, the NFHS rule limits the use of electronic devices to coach in the dugout to catch your communication. All kinds of opportunities for expansion, as Joe talked about. But right now, NFHS rule is coach in the dugout to the catcher for play, uh, for, for pitch signaling. But as you said, we'll see if there's expansion from there. Yeah. And uh, what we for, do, Travis, um, so just like we're working with right now with football, again, I'm trying to take care of, of Wisconsin best I can. Uh, anybody that signs uh, from now until the start of their football season, we're going to include two free football devices. Um, what we'll do for baseball, uh, high school baseball coaches out there in the state of Wisconsin, if you guys go ahead and get started with us with uh, a single player device for your catcher, if and when NHFS does approve uh, more devices, what we'll do is we'll give you guys one free device uh, on go route when that expansion does happen. If we can get you signed in the next 60 days. Well, that's what I was going to ask next to in football. You need multiple devices. Ideally in, in baseball, you know, what's the, the number of devices? Is it one? What's the investment? What, what are we talking in baseball compared to football for number of devices investment that they might have to make? Yep. So uh, in the, in the baseball space, um, I think ideally uh, one is great. Uh, I think once uh, we get to two, it makes a lot of sense because then you can have your your pitcher and your catcher on the same page. Um, again, smaller smaller budgets. I think four would be nice. So you can go pitcher, pitcher catcher, middle infielders uh, since they're doing a lot of the shading. All right, five would be nice because then you can include the center fielder. Uh, and then for big, big, bigger budgets, uh, you can go ahead and expand to, to your entire team. Uh, right now we're on a yearly basis for, for baseball, uh, for that one device package, you're looking at 595 a year. Um, so you can go ahead and get started with the pitcher for, for 595 a year. Uh, if, and when we get to multiple devices, two devices, you'd be looking at closer to about 795 to 850 a year, depending on, uh, which model you chose three is, is just North of a thousand bucks. And then the more devices you guys end up adding, the less the, the device is actually going to cost on our end. Um, so we're on a yearly year to year basis. And why we do that is, uh, just be able to, to continue to take care of, of our coaches. That's something that we pride ourselves on. Hey, when we upgrade our software, when we have a new integration, when we get a newer device, uh, when your battery life, uh, in year six of using our baseball or football product, uh, may, Hey, instead of getting eight hours of battery life is what we expect. It's down to six. You guys just let us know. And those warranties last lifetime. Um, so uh, as we get new newer devices, uh, upgrades, things like that, it's more of a all inclusive option where we can go ahead and just get those new devices in your hand versus sitting there and saying, "Hey, well, you actually you're using our 2023 model. It's 2029. If you want to get the new stuff, you have to buy it again." Uh, we just go on a yearly basis uh, to allow our guys to scale at the rate that they're comfortable with. Awesome stuff. Excuse me uh, from Go Route coming. Uh, that has come out already. Awesome stuff that will be coming out. 
coaches have received information from us when we send out our preview request. There's some information on GoRouted included in there. In fact, we sent out a, a message, excuse me, with some extended opportunities to save some money on GoRoute uh, today to the high school football coaches in Wisconsin. You've seen it on social media as well. But Joel, if people are interested in learning more or want to talk to to somebody at GoRoute and and get some pricing or or get some additional information, what's the best route to do that? Yeah, if you go to uh, GoRoute.com, there is a quote page there um, that you can fill out your information and more information on what you're looking for. Uh, I I actually still handle Wisconsin from a sales perspective. They're one of the few states uh, that that I still handle. Uh, My my social is uh, Joe, or sorry, at Coach Furco7 is my Twitter. You can always shoot me an email. It's just my first name, J-O-E at GoRoute, which is G-O-R-O-U-T dot com. There's no E on that route. Uh, and then if you ever needed to contact me via uh, cell, my cell is 507-884-2889. Uh, football guys, like I said, we've got a deal in place. We're, we're, we've got plenty of devices in-house that we can flip that, that that package around in a day and get you started here by, by the end of the week as you guys start preparing for uh, the upcoming season. Joe, we really appreciate you joining us on the WSN podcast. We really appreciate the partnership that we've been able to to put together uh, the last couple of years and and make some improvements and make some efficiency improvements for high school football coaches in the state of Wisconsin using the Go Route uh, solutions. So again, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm sure we'll chat again. And again, if people are interested, check out GoRoute.com, uh, get a hold of Joe, and uh, get your football program performing, practicing at a much more efficient level. Joe, again, thank you very much. Thanks, Travis. Yeah, we had we had two state champs out of the state of Wisconsin last year that are users of ours. We're, we're obviously always looking to grow and add. So uh, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. Uh, Tom Yashinsky on Alaska has also done an outstanding job in the state of Wisconsin. If uh, if you know Tom, uh, answering any questions, uh, he's, he's another great resource on how they use the platform and, and, and its advantages. So Travis, thanks for having me on. Uh, state of Wisconsin. It's been a pleasure doing business with you guys throughout the last two years, and we're looking forward to keep this thing rolling. All right. Great stuff from Joe there. And make sure that you're checking out GoRoute.com for information on the football product. If you're a football coach and want to learn more, get some pricing, talk to somebody about it a little bit more. Or if you're a high school baseball coach and you want to check out the new products that are available from Go Route and the new opportunities available this year with the NFHS and WIAA allowing that digital communication between a coach and the catcher for pitch calling purposes. Again, check out GoRoute.com. Well, we have all kinds of stuff coming out on Wisports.net as you have seen over the last couple weeks. We wrapped up our player rankings uh, recently for the class of 2024, so be sure to check those out. Top 15 at every position or most every position along with others to watch, breakdowns and analysis on those players. Conference previews are in full swing. We're about a third of the way through the conference previews already. We preview every conference in the state with a recap of last season, the top players to watch this year, the predicted order of finish, uh, a breakdown and analysis of every team in that conference. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Again, we'll preview every conference I don't know exactly when each conference will be. There's no set schedule. We try to uh, spread it around and do you know, a, a different area of the state each time. Uh, and then uh, also 
try to do the, the conferences that have the most survey responses first as well. So, a lot going on on Wisports.net. We will have more preseason content coming out very soon. We will have our preseason watch list for our senior awards coming out next year, or excuse me, next week on Wisports.net. Soon, week one will be here, and we'll get into our regular cadence where we'll have our uh, Game of the Week poll that you can vote in, our Quick Trip in Wisconsin Dairy Game of the Week poll. We will have our uh, Wednesday eight-player breakdown every week. We will have our Thursday uh, weekly preview where we'll break down some of the big games in the state and, and what's going on there. And then after week one, we'll get into our regular cadence of um, football or football player of the week nominees, football team of the week nominees. We will have our prep props every week, which looks at the top statistical performances of the uh, of the previous week. So it's almost here. There's still there's still some prep work to be done, just like all of the uh, all of the the teams and, and coaches out there. We still have conference previews to get through and a few other things, but then we'll be getting into regular regular cadence of content on WSN. Um, we also have basketball content that continues to come out. Mark Miller recently updated his boys basketball player rankings. We've got a couple great showcase uh, basketball showcase opportunities coming up in the next couple months, including our first ever uh, Northern Exposure Showcase that we're going to be doing at Menominee High School. I uh, have had a lot of people ask and, and request over the years to do a, a showcase in, in the northwestern or northern part of the state. We've always done it in, in the southern part of the state, either first at uh, in Wisconsin Dells or more recently down in the Milwaukee area. So we've got two opportunities for people to get better. Well, that will do it. For today on the WSN podcast. Before we go, though, let's do one more reminder to help save lives on Wisconsin roads. The life you save might just be yours. Make the commitment to yourself and passengers that are with you by buckling up and putting the phone down every trip, every time. To find out more, take the pledge at wisconsindot.gov. Well, that will do it for the WSN podcast for today. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you in a game.